Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files and a special edition of The Three Things. Today, we're talking about the three things you should love about Thanksgiving. That's right. There's no choice. You have to love this holiday. Uh, happy holidays to you. We're in that season. And uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Thanksgiving, whatever you want to term you want to use, that's fine with me. I don't get offended by Starbucks cups. I'm a simple man. Here we are. It's a Thanksgiving holiday, and I am heading out of town for a quick trip home, which I do love. And I'll say that now. Uh, the holidays are a lot of things. And for me, for 17 years of a career, that robbed me of the holidays. I did not have Christmas or Thanksgiving for most of that time. If it was, it was a, it was a rush job and then had to run to work. And then the, the holiday of Black Friday took off. It changed from uh, 1998 to the t- time I left in 2015 from that, that uh, retail mall business. Uh, I mean, it, it was a thing. It used to not be a thing. It was like a large amount of people, yeah, clipped some coupons and showed up like 5 a.m. and had some coffee early and shopped, and it was good. And then by the time I left uh, as the director of security of the Northridge Fashion Center, I worked 31 hours on my final Black Friday. Uh, crazy stuff there. So that's a holiday. So during that time, I didn't really get to enjoy holidays. But prior to that, I did, and Thanksgiving was was always one of my favorites. And so now... This is a quick little broadcast here today. I don't want you guys to listen to me too much during this week. I want you to spend time with your family, spend time, uh, we, we, you know, finding the real reason to celebrate these holidays. And uh, uh, I'm just, I should just be a, a small footnote, an afterthought in your holiday week. But I do love Thanksgiving and I want to share some things uh, about that. That's what I said, the three things you should love about Thanksgiving. And I don't want to waste any more time. I want to dive right in. And that is uh, number three. Thanksgiving allows you to test your ability to give up your free time. Personal growth is important. Is it not? I think it is. You should always be growing. You should always be looking at yourself and saying, how can I improve? How can I be better? And we should all we all have a tendency to be self-centered, legocentric, and, and selfish, right? It's just, it's kind of human nature. Look at children. Sweet, wonderful, beautiful children who care only about themselves and their own agenda and me, 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 gimme, 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 me first in the gimme, gimme. It's a great band, right? So, you know, look, look at children. That's our nature. and we, we should grow from that point on. We should always look to improve from that point on. And uh, when, I, when I look at the Thanksgiving particularly, um, it should, and I hope you do this. I hope you use this as an opportunity to test your ability to give up your free time because look, I'll tell you some of the best Thanksgivings I've had and Christmases and I've talked about this on podcasts and shows elsewhere. Some of the best ones I've ever had 
when it was just me by myself with like a Carl's Jr. double Western cheeseburger and uh, video games and just solitude for hours. You know, I kind of needed that at times. The rest of the world, the, the other 364 days of the year outside of Thanksgiving, you know, you're, you know, let's see, all right, all right, 363, we'll, we'll, and two, uh, well, let's give Christmas and New Year's some, some, some shine too here, but talking about Thanksgiving and, you know, the rest of the time, you're going, you're moving fast. It is a, it's a, a skip across it's like Frogger. Life is like Frogger. Mark that down. Put that in a bumper sticker. Life is like Frogger. You just run around. You try not to get hit. You're just trying to get safely to the other side. You're going fast. You're, you're, you're barely getting sleep. You're getting up early. You're getting fat. So you got to work out. You got to eat better. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to, you, you know, you got your friends. You got your job. You got your relationships. You got all these things going on. And so when the holidays come down, there's a tendency maybe just to want to unplug completely. Sit down by yourself. I know I experienced this. Go out to a fast food restaurant that's, uh, you know, unfortunately for the employees, open on Thanksgiving. I don't know why they're punished for my lack of uh, foresight and planning for a, a meal by myself on Thanksgiving, but they're there. They're getting holiday pay. I'm okay with it, though. As someone who, who worked on Thanksgiving for all that time, I... I you know, I, I hate that I was part of the problem, but there, there's a tendency to want to go out, just get yourself a fast food meal, go back, put your sweatpants on, put some slippers on, maybe. Shirt is optional. I don't care. Maybe, maybe you're not. If you're not going outside to get the mail, take your shirt off and you're going to sit on the couch and just play video games or watch Netflix and chill out until your brain falls out of your head. And I think that's okay. I'm not judging you if that's what you're going to do and that's what you've you have done. I, I certainly can't judge myself. I've done that often, but we're supposed to grow. And part of growth is is, is moving past self selfishness, self-centeredness, and giving up your free time to go to your family, maybe your immediate family, extended family. Maybe even a Friendsgiving, which, by the way, I understand the sentiment. I hate the term Friendsgiving. Stop with that. Just stop with that. Just say the, it's call it the, we decided we don't like our family as much anymore, Thanksgiving. All right? Friendsgiving, that's what the code is for. Um, But you have to give up yourself. You have to overcome self to do that. It's hard. And I think it's a... you know, you got to travel, Some, even if it's across town. You got to travel. That's hard. Sometimes you don't want to do that. And I, uh, I, th- I commend those that do it regularly. Thanksgiving, it's family. Let's do it. We're going to come back to the family thing for sure. But even again, you know, just going across town to some friends. That's giving up of your time on a national holiday when you, when you m- might have a, a good enough excuse just to sit there and do nothing. So I... I commend it. I commend you to do that. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to be better at that. All right? And look, now look I've spent some uh, Thanksgivings where by myself and drove down to Anaheim with which traffic? It's an hour drive. No one's complaining. No one's complaining. Hour plus sometimes if you hit some bad holiday traffic. But I, I, I on several occasions, had driven, driven down there by myself to go to my grandparents' house and uh, sit there. While they, uh, you know, we'd go to El Pollo Loco, no joke. 
They go there pretty much 365 days a year. We go there on Thanksgiving. We sit there. We have some chicken and some tortillas and dipping them into some heartburn-inducing mashed potatoes that I think are just uh, powder and water. And um, that would be my Thanksgiving. Give up of my day. I'm no hero. But go down and spend some time with the family. Uh, uh, my grandparents, who are still alive. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, it's good. It makes me feel good. And if you're out there doing that, good for you, too. What a self-sacrifice. What a self-sacrifice. You wake up on that morning and you think, wow, if I wanted to, I could do nothing but drink these cartons of eggnog I purchased from my local grocery store. I could have, I could have some candy, maybe, maybe make myself some scrambled eggs and bacon. I could start my morning like that. Eggs, bacon, candy, and eggnog. I could carry on throughout the whole day. Look at my couch. You know, maybe you bought yourself a nice couch from Ikea, a couple hundred bucks, and you put it together, a Flurflugnugan couch, and you just want to sit on it. Relax, play a video game. I love turning off my mind and playing video games sometimes. I don't do it all the time, but that I just love doing that until my eyes gloss over. It looks like I'm having a stroke. I love doing that, and I love doing that on national holidays. So the idea of giving that up, that takes a lot out of me, but it is a growth point. And I think that's the key. That's why it's my number three thing here. As we work towards one, Thanksgiving, test your ability to give up your free time. Use it as a, as a life moment. Use it as a correction point. And number two, number, number two on the list of things to love about Thanksgiving, it will test the limits of your stomach. And how. All right, so you make that choice. You commit. You're not just going to sit at home and have some Del Taco. You're going to go to some big family event. All your aunts and uncles and cousins and second cousins and their babysitters and their housekeepers and uh, some cousin you're not sure you remember. He might not even be a cousin. He might be a neighbor. You go there. Maybe you go to a friend's house and you're part of their family. I've done that uh, wonderfully when I couldn't get to my own family, my friend's family. They live in town. I've gone to some big dinners, had some some turfurk, tofurky, like t- like turkey mixed with like uh, a wolf or something. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Um I've done that. Now, I love to eat. I love to eat fast. I eat too fast. Dangerously fast. It's like a Grand Prix of scarfing uh, at a table when I'm there. I try to slow down. Sometimes when I think I slow down, I'm actually eating while I'm thinking I'm not, and I'm slowing down. It's a weird thing. A scientist should study it, I swear. Um, so the, the idea that you could test the limits of your stomach, cause I think that's important. I think we all should know our own limits. All right. You should test yourself. What's your pain threshold? What's your emotional pain threshold? How much can you eat before your stomach bursts? You need to know this. You might be uh, in a situation where, uh, foreign agents working against our government have you captured, and they're trying to, to get you to, to spill the beans, and they might stuff your stomach. You need to know your breaking point. I think it was in a CIA man, uh, manual. I, 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 I can't be for sure. Don't quote me on it. So, you know, and Thanksgiving food is, I, I'm, like Mexican food, Americanized California restaurant Mexican food is my favorite meal. All right, nine, time out of ten, nine times out of ten, that's what I'm going to want to go to. What do you want for dinner tonight, honey? How about uh, we go over to Tequila's, over to Don Cuco's, over to uh, 
uh, you know, over to Acapulco and get ourselves a nice meal. Uh, That's my number one choice. But Thanksgiving food, the turkey, gravy, big fan of gravy. Stuffing I've grown to like, didn't like it as a kid. Cranberries, all that stuff. All right. Throw yourself a vegetable on there. Corn, preferably. Um, That's my favorite. Like, I love if you go to, like, a... I go to a sandwich shop, one of those specialized sandwich shops, and uh, they got uh, they got a Thanksgiving sandwich, and it's all cute. It's like, oh, it's May, and you're offering a Thanksgiving sandwich. Yay. I'll order that, and it's good, and it, and it makes me have positive memories of my childhood. Uh, uh, we'd go up to Green Valley Lake in the, in the Big Bear area of Southern California. It's my great aunt and uncle's house. We have Thanksgiving up there almost every year of my childhood. I loved it. I look forward to it. I haven't been up there in a long time and I'd like to get there and smell, kind of feel those memories. So sometimes when I bite in to a good like Thanksgiving Day sandwich in like June, um, I I have those memories. But then here we are on Thanksgiving. You got to have a plan. All right. I don't go for the turkey first, Uh, the green beans and the vegetables. Get that stuff out of the way. Give yourself a nice base. And clear the things out that don't go well with gravy. All right. Unfortunately, like the vegetables, uh, some vegetables might work with gravy. You got to get that stuff out. Clear the plate of that stuff. Those are obstacles to your end goal. Everything should be covered in gravy from that point on. Like three bread rolls. I'm I'm that guy, by the way, at a wedding or a a restaurant, like an event situation. You used to have to go to like award ceremonies for city council members and stuff like that in my old job. And they they put the bowl of bread out there. I, in front of everybody, I make sure everyone else has, has a piece of bread. But there's always more, usually, if there's more for the table than those who are sitting at the table than the number supposed to be sitting. I, I have no, no problem. I will grab myself like two or three bread rolls because I know I'm going to want more bread. Who doesn't, in their right mind, Want more bread. So I get ahead of the curve, all right? And sometimes I get some looks. People look at me like, what are you doing? I'm, ha- I'm, I'm, when the next bowl of bread comes, you guys can have free reign. I'll already have had my pieces. Don't worry about me. So Thanksgiving's for that. You get the, you get the three rolls of bread, put some butter on it. The gravy should be falling over into that. And I do, I take the little spoon and I press down on my mashed potatoes and I make the little gravy bowl in the mashed potatoes. I, I really do. I give it a go. But I put so much gravy on it, it just, it just pours, pours out over me, uh, over the mashed, and over me. I wish I could dump gravy on me. Um, and, and the gravy goes into everything. It should. All right? Your turkey should be swimming in gravy. And then you just keep eating. All right? And you're going to find, you're going to find um, that you're going to get to a point where you think you've, you've hit your wall, all right? Take a moment, take a breath, take a swig of some Martinelli's apple cider, maybe some water. Don't neglect water, all right? In fact, I'm going to have some water right now. Ah, that's good water. Do that at the table. Make it loud. Ah, make that loud. Because um, water, it's a lubricant, all right? You're going to choke less on your sandwich if you lubricate your throat with water. That's what I've learned. Uh, trust me, I've needed to learn that. Um, so then you got that going for you, all right? And then just push, give yourself a break, and then look at the food, whether it's on the center of the table or um, at a buffet style, just look at it. And there's going to be a little feeling in your stomach, and then it's going to work its way up past your heart. It's going to stop at the heart, and the heart's going to beg 
please no, please no. But then the, the feeling's going to work its way up your throat into your brain, and you're going to be like, there's not any way I can eat anymore. I'm done. I'm tapped out. But then I want you to look over at, like, the carved turkey and just think to yourself, what if there's no next year? What if this is it? What if, what if they cancel Thanksgiving? What if they cancel the world? What if, what if next year I'm having Thanksgiving on Mars and it's some kind of protein bar? All right? When you, when you get to that point, that's when you need seconds. And when I'm saying seconds, there's times where you just go get a little piece. Make it a little smaller than your first plate. That's just, that's just a dignified decision. But I think you don't need to make it too small. Now, if you go for thirds, you're on your own. Legally, medically, you're on your own, all right? Thirds, thirds, thirds is a statement. I'm saying make seconds also kind of your thirds. Don't skimp on it. Get yourself a full plate. And then don't pressure. If you can't eat the vegetables and you only get one bread roll, you're okay. You're still doing fine. But get the important thing here. I think the big lesson is um, get as many mashed potatoes as you can on the second plate. I'm the one who's kind of like, look, there's not enough left for everyone on a second go around. So I might as well take it. All right. I know. Number three, we're working away from selfishness. That was the lesson we talked about for number three. But here at number two, be a little selfish about your mashed potatoes, okay? Especially if they're homemade, if they're whipped up good. I know some good microwavable mashed potatoes I can get at the grocery store. But, you know, if, if, if your aunt whipped up some great mashed potatoes, don't be shy. Because also there's a point, too, in the mashed potato bar, uh, jug, you know, the big bowl sitting there. Where it's like, I made a lot of mashed potatoes. And then, then you look at it, you look over, and you're like, oh, there's not enough to go around. I'm going to get shortchanged on the mashed potatoes. And then you go back for seconds and you realize, oh, there's enough, there's enough to feed, feed a, a, a small squadron of, of military men on a mission. Like, you know, don't be shy about the mashed potatoes. And then just sit down and eat. And don't worry. This, this is the point that you're going to worry about dessert because you know it's out there. Dessert is out there. So um, here's what I got to say about dessert. It's okay. This is controversial. This is a controversial decision. Hold on to your britches. I think it's okay to skip out on dessert at Thanksgiving. I know. Pumpkin pie, not my favorite. It might be yours. I'm not judging. I like cherry pie, apple pie, blueberry pie. I like almost any pie but pumpkin pie. But it's all right. Put enough whipped cream on it, and I can't taste the horrible pumpkin flavor, all right? Um, it's okay. Don't, don't be afraid to leave dessert behind. Because I think turkey and mashed potatoes, that's the thing. You can get dessert any other time of the year. You want a pumpkin pie? Go to the grocery store right now. They'll have one for you. Go, go to a grocery store in February. They'll have pumpkin pie for you. And, oh, yeah, they'll have turkey and mashed potatoes. But there's something about turkey and mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving that's different. Now, also, I should know at this point, if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, I understand. God bless you. It's a good decision. Um, I don't have a podcast for you because I don't, I don't understand that lifestyle, but I'm trying to be respectful of that lifestyle decision. So, you know, tweet me and tell me how do you push past your boundaries of, of your stomach and your limits as a vegetarian. I'm sure you could just keep eating enough. And there's been huge advancements 
in the way of uh, like that Gardein stuff, like Gardein chicken tenders. It's like, it's this is great chicken. It's made from uh, sofa mattresses, but it's, oh, it's great. So, I mean, no disrespect. It, you test your stomach limits as well. And I don't know where mashed potatoes fall. I think you can eat mashed potatoes. Maybe not as a vegan. I don't know how it works because I'm going to die of a heart attack soon. So um, push forward. That's number two. Test the limits of your stomach. And number one, number one thing to love about Thanksgiving is it tests the limits of the word family. Oh, family. Uh, I love my family. Families aren't perfect. A lot of mistakes, a lot of things said, a lot of bad times. But family is strong. I understand it. But you need to test the limits of that word. Because here, here you are, you've, you've given up of your free time. You've traveled. You've then tested the limits of your stomach. Now all you want to do is take your pants off and fall asleep on the couch like in a weird, awkward position where one of your legs and both of your arms go to sleep. That's what you want to do, but nope, you're with family. Now it's time to sit around and catch up. The cousin you haven't seen in years or the uncle you haven't seen in a few months, and I love doing that. I love doing it. I love my family. But sometimes, you, you know, you don't want to have that conversation. Sometimes you just want to go, you know what, check my Facebook feed. That's what I've been up to. Can I take my pants off and take a nap? That's sometimes all I want to do. And you got to have conversations with grandparents and great uncles and great aunts. And I want to make it clear. I love that too. I love it. I look forward to it. But after a while, I need to take a nap in the backseat of my car, pulled over on the side of the road because I'm too full to make it home. Not drunk, too full to make it home. That's what I need to do. And then the things start coming out, you know, you spend more time with your office workers than you do your family. So um, I, I think uh, I think it really tests what that word means. What are those connections? Why do we have these connections? I'm supposed to listen to you blab on about your political opinions, whatever they, mean, they may be, whatever side they are. I have to listen to you blab about your political opinions because we're family. I have to just nod politely and trust me. Nodding politely, it's the way to go. Don't be that person that gets in the political argument at a national holiday family gathering. Just don't. Don't be that person. But again, this tests the limits. This tests what the word family is. What is family? Is it blood? Is blood thicker than water? Why are we turning our backs on water for blood? I don't know. I don't know. Make a point, though, when you're going to Thanksgiving with your families. Be, be interested. Be invested. Be there. And be okay with the fact that even though you're going to say, hey, we should get together before next Thanksgiving. Those words are going to be said. And I believe they're meant in that moment. But you need to be okay with saying them and knowing that, uh, knowing that you know what, uh, we're, uh, we're not really going to do that. Because we have our separate lives. That's what's so weird about family. We all have our separate lives. We live in this orbit. And I know some families are a lot closer than mine, uh, to be fair. But we live, in, uh, we live in our own little worlds, our own little orbits. And we come together once or twice a year 
to act like uh, we're all on the same planet. It's, it's a weird phenomenon. It's not a bad one. It's just a little weird. And Thanksgiving allows you to really look around the table at your family and think, wow, we did not choose each other. I'd rather be eating turkey with someone else. But I'm here with you guys. And we're going to make the best of it. Thanksgiving. The family Thanksgiving table might just be a bunch of people deciding, hell, let's make the best of it. And you know what? That is okay. And that is the makings of a great Thanksgiving. That's it, guys. That's the three things for this week. A little short one, just a little thing to talk to you guys during this national holiday week here over in the States. Uh, we will uh, be back to uh, a normal programming. Got a life ranked coming up with Jay Washington interviews coming on in, some special stuff as we go through Christmas and the new year. Want to thank all of you for supporting me, uh, whether it's on Patreon, whether it's following me on Twitter, just listening to the podcast, all those things. 2017 was the return of the Knapsack Files to a, a regular scheduled broadcast started this in January of last year and I want to thank you guys um, it t- I took about uh, about a year off about half a year eight or nine months off I think in uh, 2016 and, 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 and 2016 was slow regardless so I am thankful for you guys New listeners, old listeners, returning listeners, I really do appreciate it. Uh, check out all the, all the things out there. Patreon's got some new rewards and some uh, a TNF hotline that I've established. If you uh, uh, support at $3 or above, you get a phone number. I'm going to start doing some call-in message shows and everything, both on Patreon only and uh, here on the Knapsack Files feed. So a lot of fun things coming here in 2018. Uh, I appreciate it a lot. That is it for now. Have a good holiday. Have a safe holiday. We love you. We'll see you 